house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun, and it's been a ruin of many a poor boy. And God, I know I've won. And welcome to the show. Uh, Kind of a different intro than normal. BG and Zach will be on with us shortly. But for the time being, we, we have Randy. Um, and Randy, you had all kinds of excuses why you couldn't record today. Uh, where are you at now? Here I fucking am. <laughs> <laughs> but here you are from your car, roadside somewhere in Florida, and you're waiting on a tow truck. Is that right? Yeah, road, road, uh, what, what do we call those roadside Randy's uh, rambling roadside Randy? Right. I, I don't know a word that that's a cinema of story that starts with R, but I um, my my battery light came on in my car. So being the uh, smart, rational adult that I am, I thought, oh, I should take it to AutoZone to get battery checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure as shit, I don't make it more than two miles before the radio cuts out. Um, the lights start. Fl- uh, flashing and I can't accelerate anymore. My power steering goes out. Basically, the battery's dying on me in the middle of a crowded three-lane street that I'm in the left lane on. Yeah. So I had to pull evasive maneuvers like goddamn Ricky Bobby and um, get over to this random parking lot where um, all of the parking spots uh, are labeled reserve. The only other cars in the parking lot are what looks to be like an old like 70s or 80s Porsche and a nice Lexus. So maybe this is a law firm office. I, 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 I don't freaking know. Um, but, um, you know, thank God for AAA. Uh, AAA is in a sponsor of the show. But if you'd like to be a sponsor, we'd, we'd love to have you because a uh, battery guy from AAA got out in like five, ten minutes, uh, did a full diagnostic, diagnostics check. Um, told me what was wrong. Uh, he called a tow truck, and now I now I sit here in the humid because it's eighty degrees and humid down here. Yeah, uh, the waiting sun, the for sun is already a tow set truck too, right? What was that? The sun is already set too. It's getting dark now. The sun is here. already set too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So well, that you know that kind of sounds like par for the course there in Florida uh, with, with your car dying. I, I'm sure that's that's kind of. Typical down there, I feel like Florida's got a bunch of weird vehicles. I, I've never even been to Florida, but that's just my vibe. That's that's the, what I get from Florida. The, uh, the, the thing I notice about Florida, at least like where I'm in South Florida, is it's a lot of old rich people from the Northeast. And like the first couple of weeks I was down here, I kept on thinking that um, people just left their flashes, like their high beams on all the time. But no, like it's just like $100,000 plus vehicles that have like the brightest LED headlights known to man. And there's 65 year old people <laughs> driving it who just really, really can't see that well and need the brightest headlights. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, um, it's, it's interesting down here with, you know, you see like at least like where, you know, where I'm from in Iowa, like, the nice cars you see are, you know, like a Mercedes Benz, a BMW and Audi. And down here, you, you know, those three models are like, you know, a beat up, uh, 2004 Chevy, like in Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) The nice cars are everywhere. Tesla's everywhere. Um, like, you know, just Lamborghinis, Ferraris, nice Porsches, like all the, the whole lot are all over the place. So, um, 
I mean, we'll see the, hopefully the, the place I'm getting towed to is, uh, is not going to kick me in the ass. Um, I did, uh, you know, I, I asked the battery guy who, who, uh, asked me where I want to get it towed to. I said, well, where would you have your car towed to if you were broken down right here? Question, um, Randy, that's, good uh, question. That, 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 that's, yep. That's, um, you know, my father's taught me well when it comes to certain life skills like that. Um, especially when it comes to cars and not getting screwed into paying two to three times as, as much as, uh, as you need to. Um, but now, uh, now I wait, um, now I am hungry. Um, if anyone could send food to the corner of PGA Boulevard and Ellison Wilson road in, uh, North Palm beach, that would be awesome. I could just crush like some Chick-fil-A right now. Like that is all I want more so than my car to be fixed is just some goddamn Chick-fil-A. What if we send uh, someone to rob you? <laughs> you think that's funny? You think that's funny? Really? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was good. It. Uh, Ramble and Rick BG, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you, fellas. We're just kind of recapping Randy's afternoon. Um, sounds sounds terrible. Yeah, he, he's stuck in the side of the road in Florida. Uh in the humidity, in the dark, that's that's pretty much all you miss. He's looking for some well, food as well. Well, and, and 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 the kicker too is, so I had both my headlights go out yesterday, both my headlights. Which now that I think about it, maybe it was related to the battery, but I just hadn't also replaced them in a long time. Uh, well, I had one go out a while ago, then the other one out, so I'm like, I should probably get them changed. So I was at AutoZone yesterday. Um, I went to AutoZone, uh, asked them the the you know, what lights I need for my make and model. And they pointed me to the lights and um, long story short, short, they pointed me to high beams when I needed low beams. It took me 45 goddamn minutes to replace the high beam lights in this car in the AutoZone parking lot. And about five minutes after I, uh, five minutes before I got them switched out, AutoZone closed. Um, I couldn't then replace them. So then I had to go to a Walmart in a janky ass part of town. Um, like literally I get out of my car and there are two people on the hood of the car next to me, just smoking joints, like just in the middle of the Walmart parking lot, no care in the world, just all the confidence. Uh, and yeah, so the last 24 hours of my car uh, with my car have made me want to, um, like just drive it into the goddamn ocean. Um, which is I, does your car have any name? Uh, no, it does not. Should we na- give it a name here? Sure. <laughs> What's the make and model? 2008 Hyundai Sonata. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. I could have said Decisive. any make and model, and that was what Ricky was going to say, Carl. It, it was going to be, most models, it was going to be Carl. <laughs> most <laughs> models. You got a what, diagram what, there? Chart. What model would it not have been, Carl? Uh, 95 Dodge Dart. <laughs> Dodge Dart. <laughs> I, could, I could use a Dart right now. <laughs> send, send, send that with the Chick-fil-A because, gosh. Yeah, I you sound like you're having a good day down there, Andy. Um, you know what? You know what? It's been, it's been a day. It's, it's been a 24-hour set, so it's been. I just want to get to the weekend play my round of golf, maybe two rounds of golf. Maybe I'll get a little, you know, get a little frisky this weekend. Um, and nope, I, it's, it's Thursday. I still have to work another day and my goddamn car is broke down on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. That is, that's never a good start to the weekend, but 
It's only up from there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> true. It can only you go say up. so, right? It can only yeah. go up from there. Um, All right, boys, I, I, I'm going to preserve my car battery, so I'm going to hop off here. But you, you all, you, not my car battery, <laughs> phone battery. Freudian slip, slip there. Um, and, oh, AAA just, uh, just sent me a note, too. So um, right. wish me like- luck. Um, have a great show today. I'm sorry to, to all you listeners to, to start the show off with a little bit of negativity, especially as you, you all head into the weekend. But it's going to be a great one, even though football's all done and everyone's sad that football's all done. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll see you later, boys. Have a good one, man. Yeah. See you, Randolph. Good luck, Randy. Get that car fixed, and we'll see you back on the show on Get that Tuesday. money. Get that money. Get that money. Um, Poor guy sounded like he was losing it almost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, when doesn't he? No. <laughs> Randy was not having a good day at That all. sucks. Yeah, that's um, never, never a good thing. Yeah, that, that does suck. But, I mean, I, I was telling him, I think, I don't know if you guys were on yet, but car breaking down, like, in the middle of the highway, that just sounds like the most Florida thing of all time. Like, that, yeah. that probably happens, like, in every single major highway every day in Florida. It's just like, he's probably, yeah. he's probably I feel like, like they just try cars. to rip you off. Yeah. Getting that serviced in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're, yeah. they're going to triple whatever Randy actually owes. They're just going to triple it. Be like, all right, here's your bill. I'm pretty sure cars are cheap down in Florida to get, though, if he's looking to get a new one. Are they? They're unbelievably cheap in Arizona, so I just assume everything down south is cheap. Could be. Could be. Why aren't they? Why? Why is that? I do not know, but I was in Arizona looking at cars because one of my friends works at a car dealership in Arizona, Cold Dolly, Zach. Oh yeah. And just the sticker prices are like sometimes doubled like 10,000 less in Arizona than here in Minnesota, like almost to the point where it'd be worth driving up to Minnesota with your, can you do that? Uh, probably just, you'd have to get it registered in Minnesota. Zach is thinking hard right now about becoming a car, (laughs) a car deliverer. Yeah. Don't, don't tell your dad, Zach, or he's going to want to drive down there and look for deals. Yeah, truly. Yeah. better, Better not. Let him know, and because I would just make him feel like he missed out on the last forty years of buying for more <laughs> deals. Of cheap deals. Yeah, he's yeah. uh, probably only had two cars in the last forty years, though. So I think he's, was he's was it Malcolm in the middle that dad who was like super stingy? Oh, um, like um, buying stuff? everyone everyone hates Chris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Julius, <laughs> my, that was my dad's idol. He like he, that was so funny. Like he would laugh so hard. Like when. Julius would like take a picture of what's in the fridge and post on the outside so he could save energy in the fridge. Just look, like look at what you <laughs> want, like stuff like that. And he he didn't. I don't think he like emulated too many of them or, at all. But like his favorite one was when they had a Wayne Gritzky jersey because he bought him from what's it Frisky? What's his oh, name? Yeah. Risky. Oh yeah, bought him from Risky. The the guy's name that they got the street vendor from, and it was like Daryl Raspberry instead of Strawberry and Wayne Gritzky. My dad. He he thought that was probably the fun. I've never heard him laugh so hard. And he, he he never stopped talking about it. And then we got him a jersey this for for Christmas, and it said it was a go for hockey jersey because he's, he's obsessed with go for hockey. And it said offers on it. The G was missing, and he died. He could not <laughs> stop laughing. Like it was the best thing he'd ever seen. Offers. <laughs> every every time every time he texts about the. Text about anything really, just be like, go offers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I yeah, totally but, forgot that was a show. Everybody, yeah, everybody totally yeah. forgot about that. It was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, fellas, 
We don't have much to talk about tonight. A little MLB. Uh, we've been promising it for a couple episodes now. So, Zach, I thought we could talk twins for just a second. Um, oh, yeah. Best thing I saw all week. We'll do that at the end. But uh, really not a whole lot to talk about tonight. <clears throat> you guys want to start with uh, baseball? Let's do it. All righty. Yeah. Um, Zach, let's kind of recap the uh, just the last couple weeks for the Twins. I'll go through it, give your thoughts on it, uh, and how this t- Twins team is looking for 2021. So Andre Andrelton Simmons, is that how I say it? Andre told me? Yeah, yeah. Andrelton Simmons. Or on, Andrelton. Yeah, Andrelton Simmons. So, yeah, we got him. We mentioned that in the show a couple weeks ago. Signed him. He's going to play shortstop. Looks like Polanco is most likely going to move to second. We got a rise in the infield there as well. Might play a little bit of third, might play a little bit of first, could play second as well. Um, and, and then we got J.A. Hop, Hap. We'll call Hap. him Hap. Yep. J.A. Hap. Uh, pretty good starter. He's, he's going to be kind of the fourth quality starter for the Twins. Should kind of help sure up that rotation a little bit. And then uh, Alex Colom uh, from the White Sox, I believe, the all-star closer from the White Sox. Uh, kind of really finalizing a closer position for the twins now for the first time in uh, two or three seasons, really. I mean, the last two years, we've never really had uh, a kind of a certified guy we could go to. Taylor Rogers was that guy for a little bit. He kind of fell apart, but we never really had a closer. We finally do now with Cologne and then signing Nelson Cruz back as well. Uh, so those so far kind of been the big offseason moves, Zach. Um, for a team that had more free agents than anybody else in, in our conference or in our division, uh, pretty good roster so far at least I mean it seems like they've done a pretty good job in free agency to kind of build out this roster for for 2021 yeah I'm you know at first you know it was probably just the last two weeks that we started making moves or yeah probably whenever we got Simmons that was pretty much our first move um and I was nervous because you know people in our division had started making moves in 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 a better sense like the Indians I think we're not gonna have to worry about them at all they sent their whole roster pretty much to the Mets. Um, and it's going to be White Sox and, and, and Twins. It's going to be a two, uh, two-horse race here. And, and yeah, I'm stoked that we got Colomay, Colomay from, uh, from the White Sox. And, as you said, we haven't had that sure closer, and, which is really a bummer because our, you know, our starting pitching started to come around. And, and pre, you know, last – I think it was last season, they ranked our bullpen preseason fifth best uh, in the majors. And I was baffled by that. But in it proved kind of be right. Like we we had a dominant starting pitching uh, rotation, and in Maeda, he was like second in Cy Young, and um, Barrios. When I thought he was going to be our number one, and if he has a solid year, you know, can live up to that potential, we'll be we'll be really good um, pitching wise. But yeah, that uh, the loss with Trevor May that we he, we sent him to the Mets as well. I think. Um, that'll be a, a, a good addition to have there. And, and Simmons, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about him and I'm not super sold on, on that. Cause I, I think you're right. I think Polanco, I'd heard that he's going to go to second and, and uh, Arias is going to kind of just be a utility guy. If Donaldson can stay healthy, I just don't see, I, I don't know. He's going to have to convert to, to probably left fielder than to take Rosario's spot. And I thought he was a fine fielder. Um, so hopefully that doesn't prove to be any, any, you know, I've caught myself before some real stutters here, but I, I am rambling right now. Uh, You're doing good, Zachary. You're doing good. We, um, when Sano went out to right field, uh, he had a huge, that was a huge struggle, but we all knew that was going to happen because he's a huge man. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he's a solid third baseman, he's a solid infielder. So if 
he can really get it fixed at first there. And Donaldson can stay healthy at third. And then Arias somehow makes that adjustment. I don't know how hard it is for major leaguers to go infield to outfield because it is, it's, it's a lot harder than, than it just sounds like, Oh, just move to the outfield. Why? Well, yeah. Um, I haven't even heard. I, I've heard that he might play a little bit of just kind of filling in at second or third or even first base. Cause that's, a, that's what my concern was is that I don't know how we're going to manage that with, um, if him and Polanco split time, that would be great, but we need a rise bat in the lineup, dude, like more than Polanco's. I know Polanco's an all-star two years ago, I think two years ago. Yeah. Um, but he's the last, he's, he's gone downhill in that department. I mean, like we were talking about before his, his fielding air cost us our, our first win in 18 games for the playoffs. Yep. Um, with that said, we can't have Arias DH because Cruz is going to be DH. And so that's where I got to figure out. I'm trying to figure out what the best play is there. And I personally, I would say sit Polanco out and have, have him be a utility guy and have Arias full-time second base. That's just me. Yeah. But there's reason I don't run any major league baseball teams. Yeah, not yet. But we'll, we'll, yet, exactly. we'll, we'll see how your, uh, your moves will, will pan out if they do any of those. But uh, Check back in five years. We'll see. Yeah, see what we'll see what happens. But I, I think you're right. The name of the game for this Twins team is going to be staying healthy. I mean, it was a problem last year with Donaldson missing the last month of the season. It was a problem. It's been a problem with Byron Buxton. I think he missed about a third of the 60-game season last year. Uh, obviously, it's going to be back to 162 this year, so a way bigger sample size. But we need those guys to stay healthy and we particularly need Josh Donaldson in the playoffs. I mean, that was a – and he wanted to play too, and that was a manager decision. That was a, a front office decision, but that was not Josh's decision not to play in that game or to play in that playoff series. But we really do need him in there, and uh, I think if we stay healthy, we should have a good chance to go back-to-back-to-back to back to back in the AL Central, Zachary. I think so too. I think you're absolutely right, Uh like I said, the, the Indians' time is done. They, I, I kind of wish they would have won the World Series um, over the Cubs, although people would still be just making such a huge deal about the Cubs not winning. Yep. So I'm kind of glad the Cubs won, but that was their window, and it just got slimmer and slimmer each year, and, and now they ditched a lot of their, their big guys. You know, Hand went to – where did he go? I think the Yankees, actually. The Don't Wacon- call that. Yeah, uh, the Waconia. Big closer from Minnesota. Waconia native, yeah. Brad Hand. Yeah, um, and uh, Lindor and, and Carrasco both went to the Mets. Uh, and Lindor is, you know, he's regarded sick. as one of the best shortstops in the game. Yeah, he's really And good. Carrasco, yes. I think he, he might have been a former Sion, actually, now that I think about it. Hmm. If not, he was definitely up there. But anyway, yeah, so White Sox and, and, and uh, Twins, it's going to be – it's going to be – everyone else is going to have like 70 wins or less, and it's going to be us duking it out and – it's it's going to be close. I'm nervous. I think maybe the White Sox have one more year to maybe work things out because they're such a young team, and the Twins probably have. It's like the it's like the Vikings syndrome here. It's like we got that window of like, and I'm a, I don't know. I don't, we could maybe not talk about this now because we can get another rabbit hole. But it's a window of another couple of years here with some of our big time guys that we really need to pan out. Like Maeda is not getting any younger. Cruz yeah, Cruz is probably this is his last year probably of of doing, you know, any impactful baseball. Hard, hard to say, hard to say, but that's my thought. And Donaldson, you know, injuries are only going to get more prevalent. So yeah, this year, man, I don't know. It just feels important. feels important that we win this one, uh, or excuse me, win a playoff game <laughs> this year with this team. Yeah. yeah. Cause I don't know if it's going to happen any other well, team if we can't get it done. Yeah. I don't think it's out of the question that the twins could put it all together. And I'm the eternal optimist 
when it comes to Minnesota sports, but you kind of have to be if you're going to be a fan of any of these teams because there's so much heartbreak and so much devastation that if you're not an optimist, then you'll just quit rooting for the team. And I know a lot of people do that with Minnesota mm-hmm. sports teams because they're hard to get bought in and then to be let down. But it's going to come eventually, Zachary. I know it's going to come. And whether it's baseball with, with the Twins or NFL with the Vikings or not looking like NBA for quite some time, but you never know yeah. with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I still think there's a chance with this team. And I think if they you know, they have all the pieces in place, if they can stay healthy and play up to the potential that this team has, why not? Why not us? Uh, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, certainly the best-looking Minnesota team. I think we've – well, any any for any professional sports team that we've had in a long time. Yeah. Probably – I'd say the last best team was the – you know, when Santana, Maurer, and Morneau were on there. Mm-hmm. The M&M um, boys. Yeah, that's just too good. Yeah. Um, so – We'll see. We'll see what happens. You guys want to do a bet to see which Minnesota team wins the championship next and hope we don't die without that not happening. I like that. Let's do it right now. Um, who are you taking? Let me think for a second. Okay. Is this professional or college? Professional. I like this. Okay. And what are the terms? We got to think about the terms of the bet because it, it might be, this might be a, you know, hopefully not in years, but it could be years, fellas. It could be 45 could, and like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah I remember it could be decades. <laughs> I mean, this is a this could go for a long time. We all go to the championship game together. Oh, that'd be. Oh, I love it. And the other, oh my goodness, and the guy who guessed it right doesn't get a pay, doesn't have to pay. Oh, no, yes. that'd be really. I, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. Okay, so whoever whoever correctly guesses the sport doesn't have to pay. The other two guys have to pay. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Sound good? <laughs> oh, yeah, if we have different sports. Yeah, do we yeah. all have to have different sports? Okay, then? that's that makes that's fair. No, I don't think we all have to because that might. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, let's just all think here for a second, okay. and we'll make our picks. Hmm. You know, I want to say Vikings just because I think they'd be my favorite to win, and I do That's think what I'm they. To figure out like, you know, do my favorite or my. I mean, obviously, my favorite team would be the Vikings, but I also think they're probably the closest. But the Twins, I mean. Twins and Vikings, like going into this next season, will both probably have similar odds to win a championship. Maybe not. I don't know. They seem like they're bo- they'd kind of be middle of the pack to upper middle of the pack. That's and, the thing with with that because it's you know do you fear that if the Vikes don't do anything with this group of guys that it's going to be a whole another you know five seven yeah. year building process after this. I, I and that's mean, what I'm thinking with the Twins and yeah. I don't know about the Twins though because. New coach or fairly new coach, kind of a new yeah. front office in the last two years. Um, what would this be? Favelli's second year? Favelli? I can't even say his name. Baldelli. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, no, how yeah, about I the, think not Baldelli, the um, president or whatever. Let me look it up his name. It's like Derek Favelli or something like that. I think it's, I think they came in at the same time though. Him and Baldelli. Hmm. Um, okay. But I don't know. I just, I think they're it's just, too yeah, young. The, the thing that's really is a too bummer, new. like to me, is that Brios hasn't really. He's shown sparks of just brilliance, but like, yeah, he just makes one or two huge mistakes a game. That's all it takes in the major leagues. And if we got to rely on Maeda as our number one guy, he's like I said, he's not getting any younger. Cruz is a huge staple of our offense last year. We lost Rosario. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm too much of a, a pessimist when it comes to that. I gotta think for the best here because we do have a couple good years left yeah i i think for on the viking standpoint um okay he's not the president president is dave st peter he's Derek favali is like the 
executive vice president or something like that. Um, on the Minnesota, or on the on the Vikings side of things, I do think it's a make or break here for for Mike Zimmer and for Spielman. Um, if they miss the playoffs again, if they go seven and nine again, I think both of them are probably out. Even though if it's because of injuries and other things again, I would hate to see them go, and I'll probably try to vouch for them to stay or whatever on the podcast at least. But if they flop again next season, I think it'd be hard. Uh, it would be unlikely, I guess I should say, to see Zimmer and Spielman back with the Vikings next year. I don't know if the same can be said about the Twins, just because they have gone back-to-back in the AL Central. They've flopped in the playoffs both times, but they've made it to the playoffs, which in Minnesota can usually keep you your job. Yep, that's very true. Yeah, that was was a little pessimistic of me to say. I was still a little salty last year. (laughs) That's all right. I mean, 19 Uh, straight losses is going to do that to you. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm going to take the Vikings. I uh, okay. eliminated the Timberwolves automatically because that's a poverty franchise. And yep. We're not going to see any playoff runs within the next 50 years with the roster we have right now. So who knows what the future holds for us. Twins, uh, I think we have a good team, but we don't have that pitcher, that all-star pitcher that we always face. Um, when we do make the playoffs and can't get more than three runs a game, which is why we've lost like 19 playoff games in a row, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. I don't see that changing without an all-star pitcher because I know how important pitchers are when it comes playoff time, no matter how good of a hitting team you are, like the Twins two years ago when we broke the MLB record for home runs. It doesn't matter when you can't hit the ball with some of the insane pitchers who are out there. So I don't see them being our choice either. Uh, Wild, I don't, I don't really know too much about the Wild, but I know that – Cap we were on off. a really hot streak the past, like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. we made the playoffs so many times in a row, and I feel like we are a far worse team and pretty much right in the middle or 500, so I don't see that happening either. So I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. Uh, I think that they have the best chance of making it or winning the championship, and that is by far the team I would want to see win a championship the most. Um, I think, yeah, this year we have a legitimate chance to do it. I'm not saying that. We're going to the Super Bowl, but we actually have a chance where I think all the other three, I guess the Twins, we have a chance to. Um, but Wild and Timberwolves, absolutely not. But yeah, uh, like we've talked about before, we have a really good quarterback who some don't view as that, but Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. We have maybe the best running back in the game, the best wide receiver duo on the game. And we have our defensive guys hopefully coming back this next season healthy. So, it's always tough playing in the NFC North and playing against the Packers twice and the Bears who have gotten a lot better um, and having a tough schedule too. But I think the talent is there uh, for the Vikings to potentially win a championship. And if I had to take one, it would be them. But it's still a long shot, obviously, with the Chiefs and now the Buccaneers, just more powerhouses being created, kind of like NBA basketball. But my vote would be for the Vikings. Yeah, I think that's very logical. Um, I want to pick the Vikings, and I know I just kind of said I was picking the Vikings, but because BG's picking the Vikings, I'm going to take somebody else. I'll Zach, you pick first, and then I'll go. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Twins. I, okay. I, 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 it could be, dude, as much as I was just ripping on them, I, was, I wasn't ripping on this next year's team. I think this is our last year that we really are going to win. I mean, I think we were coming up back-to-back 100-win seasons, not even just winning the AL Central. We've been dominating. Yeah, I think we got 102 years ago. I don't know if we got to, or, uh, yeah, obviously we didn't get to 100 last year, but 
I think it was just, wasn't it only one hundred in a row or was it two? I thought. I'm trying to think. I'll look back at I it. Maybe you're, okay. I, I, I feel like I, it was one. I feel like it was one, too. Maybe it's just the one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we dominated. Oh, oh, that's sorry. That's what it was. I think, I think the what they said, if how we finished, it would have equated to a hundred win season. I oh think. yeah, yeah, yeah. With last year's team, with last year's team, I believe that's okay. Maybe that's where I got mixed up with. Anyway, I think this one's got it. Hell, it could be this year. That would be unbelievable. That would be so freaking unbelievable. Yeah, it would. And you're right about that too. Thirty six wins last year on a sixty game season. Um, of a hundred or on a yeah sixty game season, usually one hundred and sixty two. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty dang close. Yeah, Sorry, we would have been know. right around. It'd been time dang to close 100. to 100. Um, and then 101. Um, in 2019, a season, two seasons ago. But yeah, I, I like that. I'm gonna go with, and I kind of just thought of this, but I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Wild because Kaprizov. I mean, he is the best probably talent in Minnesota right now. Maybe you could say Daniel Hunter is is a better player in his sport but I think at, at his young age of 21 or whatever he is he is probably the best player in Minnesota right now or at least he's going to be in the next couple of years and if the wild or if just looking at all the teams in Minnesota there's not really a, a superstar on any of these teams where it's like I mean cat at times but he's not he's not the one of the two or three best players in the league night in and night out and I think Kaprizov could be the best player in hockey. I, mean, I don't watch a lot of hockey, but just reading uh, John Krasinski and other guys um, from The Athletic who write about him, I mean, it sounds like he's the real deal, and it sounds like he's going to be the face of this league, not only this Minnesota Wild team, but the face of this league in just a couple of years. And I could see them winning the Stanley Cup with him for the state of hockey, and that would be flipping awesome, boys. Playoff hockey is ridiculous. So if we got to go to a Stanley so Cup. Yeah, if we got to go to a Stanley Cup final and watch the uh, – the Wild win a Stanley Cup, that would be absolutely electric. I love yeah, that. that. I love that, that call, be, dude. Yeah. That would be sweet. I'm with you. I'd just, I would just throw in Cook is in that conversation, too, with Daniil Hunter and yeah. Capri Sun for being top players. Capri Sun. Yeah, that would be sick if the Wild could win. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That would be unbelievable. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah. Um, so we got a deal. I like that. Yeah, we got a couple teams covered. So if any of those teams get there, fellas – we're going. And if it's a hockey or baseball, we're going to have to go to like a game six or game seven, something like that. Maybe a game yeah, five. Just uh, to make sure we go. I, I hope it's like, well, I hope it's next year, but also I hope it's not <laughs> next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Super Bowl got, tickets can get pricey. So, between. Zach, we're going to have to save up some money because if the Vikes get there, we're probably paying 500 bucks a seat. So, I mean, we're going to have to pay for BG seat. You know? <laughs> Do you think it's? I think it's going to be at least that for if we're going to the Super Bowl. I think nosebleeds would be five hundred apiece, and if we're going to the game, we might as well, you know, not be all the way up there, but get you know get a little bit down in that Decent upper deck. Seats. Yeah, yeah. So we're probably what are we, you know, weren't they going for like six thousand dollars in Tampa? Yeah, I'm sure they were. I mean, that is part of that would be the limited seating thing. Oh, true. The true. fact that there's only twenty two thousand fans there. Most of them, I think, were healthcare workers. So. And it was announced pretty late, so I don't think you could get like early tickets, really. Yeah, I, like I'm guessing they only Bowls. sold a couple thousand, if even that. Um, just because, yeah, limited. What happens if the Timberwolves win the championship? What do yeah. we do then? Then I guess we all pay, pay for our own. Crazy. We pay for our own tickets. We go watch <laughs> them win Game Seven. That would be wild. No, uh, like maybe move to a different country. 
if the Timberwolves win the NBA championship. Yeah, I think we all go. We that's go just never going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we, we just all, we all get Timberwolves tattoos. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> T Wolves, T Wolves, <laughs> tramp stamps. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I like that'll it. be the day. Okay, so those are our terms, fellas. I yep. like them. All right, I'm good with those. PG's got the Vikes. Zachary's got the Twins. I have the Wild. T Wolves. We're getting tramp stamps. There we go. Good stuff. Now we have it on record, and in. Our next, in basically the rest of our life, if this ever happens, fellas, I'm coming back to this, or whoever wins is going to be coming back to this. And say, here's the what proof. if we're like 70 and it hasn't happened? Ah, oh, that'll be just that's a depressing life as a Minnesota sports fan, yeah. yeah. And one our parents know and grandparents know very well, mm. yes. Not true. I mean, twins 87 91, but that's it, but that's it, yeah. Couple yeah, bikes. They had to wins. see those four Super Bowl losses. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna win yeah. the Super Bowl in our lifetime. It's gonna happen. I, I think saw it, a stat that the Timberwolves franchise record um, without Kevin Garnett included is like thirty percent win record. Mm. That's why we need him to own the team. Yeah, we need so him yeah, to own somebody the team. else. We need to come on this podcast and announce that he's gonna own the Minnesota Timberwolves and. It'll be the best move the franchise has made ever. I mean, <laughs> ever. You get KG in there running the ship. We could get every free agent we wanted to. KG would just be like, hey, come on, man. You'd be trash talking from the suite. You could be yeah. Like, yeah, on, that'd on be the sick. court. He'd have to be like a courtside guy with, with a newspaper. Like him and Jordan. Yeah. Like Jordan. Sick. Do you guys ever remember from going to old Timberwolves games? And I don't know if he's still there or if he was this last year. Uh, but the guy who used to sit courtside every game and just have a newspaper in his ha- fist or in his hand, and then he'd just smack it on the floor like the entire game. Was he the big, really big fat guy who take his shirt off and jiggle it around? No, not that dude. That dude was great, though. I don't know if that guy worked for the Timberwolves or not, but remember when KG came back so. and they wrote KG on his belly and they had like a big intro with him? And like right yeah. they introduced KG, he like pulled up his shirt and started belly dancing. That was awesome. That was awesome. No, but there used to be a guy who would sit courtside every game I ever went to. He was there sitting courtside, and he would just lose his mind at the refs every game. And he'd have his newspaper every time, and he'd be like down in like a coaching position, like squatting on the floor, first first row on the court, just smacking his newspaper on the ground like he was the coach. Wow. (laughs) It was electric. (laughs) That dude. That dude loved the Minnesota Timberwolves. We had nothing else to do and a lot of money to spend. I guess, Yeah. 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 Got a strong heart. He didn't have a strong heart. All right. Let's go to best thing I saw all week. Um, BG, you got one for us? I do. Um, mine is a little late, I guess you could say. It is, it has to do with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to pull it up right now. Give me one second. If somebody else has one ready to go, feel free. I, I got one. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. The uh, you guys heard of the Anchorage sled uh, dog sledders? I I'm not familiar. No, they're uh, they're the newest expansion NHL uh, NHL 2019 the video game uh, franchise, and uh, they are first currently in the West right now, making their playoff push in their third season. Wait, is this a real team oh, or cool. a video game team? A video game team. Oh, okay. Nice. So this is like your 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 own league. Uh, Evan, my roommate Evan and I. Yes, we are. We yes, that's that. 
That's did did you not see anything else this week? <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, I've been away. I've been away from social media. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. The Slud Dogs. Okay. I, and that's you. You didn't make up that team. That's a EA Sports thing or whatever. Whoever no, made the game. we we made the team up. Oh, you did make the team up. Oh, okay. He did. Yep. He's gonna get lights. <laughs> I hear you. For our thing, and then we're gonna have lights around there. They're like they're. It almost resembles the Washington Huskies logo and and colors, but it's not not copying. It's like just similar. And are you I'm, gonna okay, be? I'm pretty confused. Is this like on a video game, or is this yeah. just something yep. you guys are doing in your spare time? And NHL 19. Oh. So let me just get this straight. You created an NHL 19 team that you're playing with, and that's what you're telling us about for the best thing you saw all week? That's the best thing I saw all week. Oh, no. <laughs> did, did I forget to mention that they were first in the West? Oh, no, okay. Okay. That. that makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, you did. First that. in the West. Yo, in our third season, third season, we're, we're about 20 games off in playoffs. Wow. Wow. And you and Evan you must have it set at rookie. Yeah, you guys no, co-manage this team. Yeah, Evan. Yep, Evan's better than I am. He's doing really well. I've, he's better at I've, managing. Yep, he he's just we we're both managing, both playing. It's it's a pretty fun system we got going. We'll keep you posted. I know you guys are pretty interested. Yeah, yeah. please. Evan, please. Evan was the guy we called for his birthday the long time wake and take listener. Oh yeah, yeah. If you remember that, I do. He okay. He was he could not get enough about the the Vinny interview he was raving he liked really? it huh? he liked it he loved it nice yeah. and he's not huge into basketball is oh or is he evan's not nope not at all yeah, he just, so that's pretty cool he, he's he's so funny he's like the guy I'll, I'll be honest man like every time you guys don't have an interviewer i i don't usually listen um but sometimes i do it's like but i just love when you guys have interviews on there and i'm like well we had a new one this uh, basketball player it's like oh no i didn't see that and he goes and he comes back listening to it and he's like begging me to like listen to this one party. Like say so he's like, dude, I can't believe this guy was sweet. He was talking about, and they were talking about like this camp in uh, the Hopkins High School does. Oh they yeah, yeah. And he was just could not believe it. I thought that was pretty yes, dang. He, he was pretty stoked about it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty open, cool. That the open gyms at Hopkins. Yeah, that Vinny is awesome. I mean, he that was a great interview. He's a beast, absolute beauty. Mm-hmm. I, I was. Kind of just flipping through Instagram, I see had some pictures on his story the other night. I forgot how exciting. I think BG, you and I, and maybe Parker were there. I want to say at like a Hopkins section final game against Eden Prairie. Do you remember that? Were you at that game with me or no? Our senior year. I think it, yeah, it was our senior year. I I might have been. I have a really bad memory. Okay. Well, he yeah he had a like a bunch of clutch free throws at the end. Hit a big three. Um, but he was a beast. He's a clutch player, and yeah, hopefully do yeah, some big things this he's year. He's an awesome guy too. Yeah, great interview with him. Um, all right, Zach, thank you for that. Best thing You're I welcome. saw all week. Um, my best thing I saw all week, BJ. I'll give you another second to think or to look up your your topic. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you guys all saw it. It was all over Twitter two days ago. But Tom Brady throwing the trophy to Gronk uh, across oh. the boat. That oh, was really? awesome. I mean, Tom Brady was hammered after that boat parade. Yeah, he needed help walking. Yeah, that was he awesome. Didn't quite get his sea legs underneath him when he was getting off the boat there. But that trophy, I mean, that was a pretty good throw, considering how heavy that thing probably weighs, and just the like the fact that he's throwing it over water from boat to boat. I mean, that I would have threw it right in the water. But it, it was pretty impressive. It kind of twirled through the air, and Gronk caught it, and nobody got hurt. Nobody lost the trophy. It was it was pretty impressive. 
It's Did you see that? It's just cool to see that he's got seven of them. Seven of them. So it's like, uh, what's another let one? Me, let me throw this across the water. That's crazy. Like, well, I'm he, like probably drunk. It said that he's like the old, I heard a thing. The only time he ever gets drunk is when he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And then do you see his tweet? He's like just a little avocado something. And it was avocado like tequila, tequila, yeah. Ca- capital letters, not capital letters. You can yeah, tell you yeah. like, he's not handling it well. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that was kind of part of the joke because he misspelled a few words in there too. Uh, oh, so okay. I think that was yeah. kind of part of the joke was he was just playing it off. But yeah, he's he's electric. Everything he does turns to gold, and he's great on Twitter yes. too. I mean, just that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. All right, fellas, we've yeah. we've made some talk out of out of not a whole lot of news this week, but anything else we we should hit on this pod? Oh, Brady, what yeah, about yours? Got- We've got my. Oh, yes, yours. Sorry. I forgot about yours, BG. I'm sorry. I'm locked and loaded. And I'm going to continue on the theme of the Buccaneers. You already took out the big dog, Tom Brady. So I'm yep. going with Gronk. Okay. And I saw this on Twitter before the Super Bowl, but this is the. We didn't have a best thing I heard all week or saw all week for that week. So here it is. Um, this is a tweet from Mark Daniels. No idea who that is, but he has a verified account and his profile picture is with his dog and it looks like a nice dog, but his tweet was during, <laughs> and I think this is just awesome, especially that Gronk like went to Tampa Bay out of retirement and just won the Super Bowl with Brady. It's sick to begin with, but the tweet is during virtual off season workouts, Gronk had to run sprints, record them and send them to the bucks. So to get out of it, he'd record himself running sprints and different shirts on the same day. Then he'd send in the videos on different days. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I saw that. He's the man. <laughs> what do you That's think? It, 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 it kind of reminds me of the Jamarcus Russell, like, um, highlight or not highlight the film tape watching. If you've heard of that story. No, I've not. he was Remind like a rookie or a second year quarterback in the NFL. And like, he wasn't really doing well as we know he had a really bad NFL career and the coach hands him a DVD and says, like, hey, go watch film. Like, we need you to understand this stuff. And I don't know if it, there was nothing on the tape or yeah. if it was, like, a, I think it might have been a movie. Yeah. And he comes back the next day, obviously didn't watch it, and the coach is asking him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 it was a good film. Like, I learned a lot from it. And he's just totally caught red-handed because yeah. it's nothing related to football film oh, at so all. so they purposely did that? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they oh. had a good feeling he wasn't going to watch it. But – just Gronk to do that, and like, <laughs> it's totally fine because he had two touchdowns in the Super Bowl and had a really good season too. It's just, it's just perfectly. It's a perfect description of Gronk, like something he would do and be fine without doing it. Dude, think about that. All the people like that tr- work so hard, they just devote their lives to. And he did. He did for a lot of time, and I'm sure he still works out hard, but. To, to do that, like, ah, uh, it's like the Tom Scoro kind of idea. He's so talented and he didn't do any work in high school for like lifts and stuff, or what I heard. Yeah, at least. Potentially future guest Tom Scoro. So, yeah, easy future, to watch your mouth there, Zachary. Hey, I, it was in all due respect. It was okay. all due respect. Okay. Yeah, he, that takes away it. You can say anything after you say that. Yes, that's True. what I heard. Yep, that's but how yeah, we're doing on the podcast. Yeah, I should reach out to Tom for an interview. He's the he's a pitcher now for the Gophers, and he's. Yeah played at kansas state missouri um and we'll see what kind of season they have but that'd be a good interview too that'd be a funny Let's do one. it yeah maybe just send that clip of zach just from a second ago <laughs> should talk that, to him. yeah that should mm-hmm. get him right on the show 
There we uh, go. But yeah, BG, that Jamarcus Russell, that was a hilarious story. I do remember that. I think they gave him just blank tapes. I don't think there's anything on the tapes. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they, they were like, it was supposed to be like blitz packages, I, I want to say. And they were like, yeah, go study these blitz packages tonight and we'll we'll run it in film or we'll run it in practice tomorrow. And then they were like, asked him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I studied them up. Yeah, yeah, real good stuff. They're just blank, Unbelievable. blank tapes. Blank tapes, Jamarcus. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's a good one there for... Uh, Best thing you saw all week. Fellas, anything else? Sorry, BG, to cut you off there earlier. No but worries. Anything else to, to wrap the show here? Um, I've got I, – I can touch on one more thing. I was listening to the radio today, and I think it was a Paul Allen interview with Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. or at least somebody um, who was interviewing Kirk Cousins, and they are asking him some questions about Clint Kubiak, yeah. obviously being the recent – uh, new offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. And he was saying, and they asked him like, Oh, how do you feel about Clint Kubiak being the offensive coordinator? Like what does he bring to the table? What's your relationship with him? Blah, blah, blah. And Kirk gave a good answer. And just in general, I like how Kirk answers questions. Um, I know we've talked about it before Beal, but he, like he's one of the players um, and some coaches do this. I can't remember who the coach was when I said it before, but he actually answers questions he doesn't give the generic athlete, generic coach response, but he actually answers questions mm-hmm. and takes his time with the media, and I just love that. But he was asked, like, his relationship with Clint, and he said, just so, like a casual fan or even a sports fan out there, the offensive coordinator and the quarterback don't really talk at all during the NFL season because they're so busy just planning and strategizing for this one game every single week, and they're talking to other coaches. They don't really get to talk to the other players, even the quarterback, um, a lot during the week or a lot during the season. And he said because of that, with uh, Gary Kubiak being the offensive coordinator, Norv Turner and the other OCs who have been here when Kirk has been in Minnesota, the like assistant offensive coordinators and those other assistant coaches would talk a lot with the athletes. And he said, in this case, he's had a ton of experience talking with Clint Kubiak about game plan, and he has a phenomenal relationship with him, he says, and their minds uh, know what each other's are thinking. And It's just a unique situation to have the guy who's now going to be the offensive coordinator for this team have a great relationship with our quarterback and have talked hours upon hours and hours about game plan um, and just the way to go out throughout a game. So, I thought that was encouraging and kind of just interesting to know that the offensive coordinators in the NFL, because they have so much to do, don't really talk to quarterbacks and athletes as much as we would think in high school or at St. Thomas. Like we always talk between coaches and players. So I think that boats well for uh, Kirk and Kubiak, especially as we talked about, Kirk doesn't have to learn a new system once again at the beginning of the season, but we will see, and I thought that was just a cool thing um, I heard today. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Vikings plus 4,000 on Super Bowl 56. Is that right? 56? LVI, I think it is. Um, but, yeah, let's go. Skull Vikes, go to the ball. We'll see you guys all next week. New episode coming out Tuesday. Who knows what we're going to talk about. Tune in to hear it. See you then. Another turning point of folks stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable. 
in the end that's right help you have the time of your life so take the photographs and still frames in your mind hanging on a shelf and good up and good times tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial Something unpredictable In the end that's right I hope you have the time of your life That was awesome, guys. That, that was, was awesome. That whistle part was really good. Thank that you. Was-